Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to Journey into an Unknown World. I'm very grateful that you've been listening to my show for over two and a half years. And for those who've just joined us, I hope you will go back and explore all my past shows because there's a lot of information there that will help you. And of course, it might help your family and If you'd like to share it with as many people as possible, I would be very grateful for that. Well, let's get down to today. I've decided that I would like to take a subject that most people run away from, the dark side. Of course, when anyone hears that, they immediately think that something very traumatic and horrible is likely to happen. Something that could, in some way, cause everyone to be terrorized, victimized, abused, misused, even killed. So what I'm going to do today is to explain to you how everything comes from the dark and must evolve into the light. In case you're wondering, I did write about this a lot in my book, Journey into an Unknown World. The Way to Oneness Revisited. Now that's a book that will explain to you about what it says in the Bible, in the beginning was the Word. And of course when you read my version of what that actually means, I think you'll find it very enjoyable and sensible. Because I don't leave you in the dark. (laughs) Okay, so let's get on with what do I have to share about the dark side. So first of all I'd like you to think of yourself as energy. And while you're sitting there listening to me, I'd like you to put your hands together, tip fingers together, and the heel of your hand together, and then rub your hands very quickly, backwards and forwards, and you will create static energy that you will feel. And as you pull your hands apart, you'll begin to feel there's a little prickling sensation between your hands. In fact, if you're very sensitive to this energy, you will find that you can pull your hands further and further apart and still feel that energy. And if you try and push your hands together while you're feeling that energy, you will actually feel something resisting your hands going together. Now, it's not that you can't bring your hands together. Of course you can. Do that right now. Put Bring your hands together. That's it. And you can see that your physical self, your brain, is able to override any sense of energy in your form. So when I say to you that you might be thinking about the dark side, I want you to understand that you do it by getting a sensation of chills up and down your spine. So, for example, if you're sitting alone in your room and you suddenly feel there's a presence, someone there, and it makes your chills go up and down your spine, it makes you feel uneasy, as though something is invading your space, and you will immediately think, ah, there's something bad in the room. It must be evil. But is it? You see, energy is only energy. Energy can be misused, misunderstood, and abused. So let's take this simple form, this simple exercise of energy, and let's use our imagination and go back, back in time, to before the big explosion that all scientists talk about. What was energy like? 
Was it dense? Was it rubbing against itself, constantly in friction? Was it generating energy inward or outward? Was it aware of itself and the fact that it was gyrating, energy moving in and out, up and down, round and about, until finally there was an understanding of self and existence. And in that moment of awareness of being the I am, God was born and God said, I must explore. I must find all facets of myself, master those facets to be the supreme one. But the only thing that God knew at that time was energy. And so taking energy and moving it backwards and forwards was the first step into form, making thousands and billions and trillions of numbers you cannot even count, aspects of energy that were all rubbing up against one another, bumping into one another, slowly becoming aware that these specks of energy, in their own way, knew they existed. In given time, these small sparks of energy were generating heat, and heat was giving life to form. And so slowly over a long period of time that we can't even begin to imagine, that piece of energy, we we'll call it a bit of energy, you can call it an atom, you can call it anything you want, but whatever it was, it became aware of itself and its ability to generate energy. And in that moment became aware that there were others who were also generating energy, who were also trying to understand why they existed. And so in these very, very early days, when energy was so dark, so dense, these energetic beings of darkness began to generate light. And in their own way, to understand, as they rubbed against others, that their existence had a purpose. Now, of course, whatever their existence was and their idea of who they were and what they were going to be was not yet in human form or any other species that we know of. It just existed. But given time, motivation, stimulation, the consciousness began to manifest. And that consciousness was the dawning of awareness of ascension. What is ascension? It's a point, a moment of transition into a new dynamic. So the dark side in its own way became aware of its existence and began to formulate vortices of energy. You know what a vortex is on earth. We go to them and we sit and we meditate and we feel wonderful. But have you ever sat in a negative vortex in, say, a town? or in an area where it doesn't feel so sweet and lovely and nice. I have. So I'd like to tell you a little story. A very long time ago when I was in England, there was an area in Epping Forest that was considered dank, miserable, morbid and horrid. Nobody went there. I was driving past and I noticed just how green it was. And I thought to myself, what a shame. There's so much land here and so much life People should make it into a place that would be beautiful to sit and watch. 
but I was busy and I got home to do more things. That night I was teaching a student to develop their psychic senses for trance work when suddenly my door flew open, my window that was locked flew open too, and this energy swept into my room like a whirling mass of darkness. There was no spirit there. It was just negative energy. My student had a sense to stand behind me, not sure if he wanted to be protected or to guard me, but later he said he felt he should guard me. But at that moment, I was facing this negative vortex of energy. And as I nurtured myself, I began to be aware that I was transmitting light into this darkness. And as I did, I sensed the fear of this dark force. It didn't want to change. It didn't want to become something else. And yet, it had been brought to me for just that purpose, to become something else. So in that moment, with spirit guides around me, the oneness in ascension, this vortex of energy was twisted and turned in on itself to fight itself and in friction to create light. And in that moment of creating light, became aware that there was more than just darkness. The light was taken from us. I did not know where it went. And we came back to normal. Well, here's a happy ending to that story. The following spring, and I might add it was winter when this happened. The following spring, I drove past that same area in Epping Forest. And to my amazement, all the bushes had been cut down. Benches had been put in the area. And there were people walking about enjoying the sun. And most impressive of all was the trees were flowering. And I had never seen that there before. And I smiled to myself and said, Aha! Now I know that when that dark energy came sweeping into my living room, that was what we were doing. We were cleaning the earth. We were cleaning that area. We were giving nature a chance to bloom and to share the light. It sounds dramatic, doesn't it? But actually, you know, I had lots of little things like that that I had to learn over the years. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to write the book, Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to One is Revisited. I'd like to remind you at this point that if you feel that you've been invaded by some negative spirit or feel some dark force around you, that you can always write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail, or go to our website, www.sumariscenter.com. That's S for sugar, U-M for mother, A-R-I-S for sugar again, center, C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And connect with me and let me know what your issue is with the darkness and I will be happy to help you. So let's come back to what I was talking about, this deep, dark force. What is it like? Well, I had that question in my head too. And there was another time when Spirit came to me. And I was meditating, of course. And they said, we are going to show you. And the next thing I felt was that I was lying at the bottom of the ocean. 
with thousands of pounds of weight upon me. I could barely breathe. I couldn't push my chest out at all. I felt I was dying. I felt no life. I could see no light. I was all alone. And the first thing I thought was, oh, I must put out some light. I must generate light from my being and put it out there. And as I did, what I saw was these wispy, tiny bits of smoke that was immediately gobbled up by the darkness. Ah, I felt weaker. I wasn't getting anywhere. And then my creative mind kicked in and I thought, I need to match it. After all, if I was in a cavern, a tunnel somewhere, I'd need a torch, wouldn't I? So matches seemed to be the most natural thing I manifested in my mind, in my meditation, striking light and absorb. Striking light and absorb. Well, I must have gone through a whole box of matches before I realized that I had actually become a little lighter and that I wasn't so compressed. And from there I got enthusiastic, so I thought I'll manifest some more. So I began to think about flashlights, the old burning torches that Romans carried. I thought about explosions of fireworks. I thought about anything that created light. And as I saw in my mind that light, I absorbed it. And from there I went on to use flares, flashlights that were generating beams of light. I bathed in them. I walked through them. I enjoyed myself being embraced by the light. And from there, when I finally felt ready, I attuned to the stars and their light, and from there to the moon. And when I was sure I was one with the moon, I eclipsed the moon in front of the sun, absorbed the radiation of the sun, and then felt the I am of self, and removed the moon, and was the sun. And in that meditation, in that journey, I had come from complete repression, where I could hardly move and breathe, to be being able to make a really deep breath that seemed to go on forever, far more than I normally would breathe, and to slowly breathe out in very, very slow, long breath. And in that moment I realized just how much energy I had within me as a healer, as a teacher, and I was content. So I've shared this little story with you because I want you to realize that whenever you think you're being attacked by the dark side, all you have to do is create light, and you are light, and you become light. So the more visual things you can perceive as light and absorb and become one with, the stronger and lighter you'll become. But let's turn this around and go back to the dark side. These entities have been rubbing up against one another, and they're starting to know they exist. So they get into competition throwing energy at one another, rather like wizards, battling over silly little things like who's the strongest, who's the weakest, who can stay up higher and higher or lower, going down lower and lower, rather like watching Lord of the Rings. And given time, those entities took on forms relative to what they could create. Shut your eyes for a minute. Imagine you were a wallaby, a kangaroo, or even a mouse. Can you relate to it? Can you imagine how you would feel if you were that little creature or a great big one, even a dinosaur? 
In the oneness, we all have been a variety of different things. From the darkness all the way to the light, we have embraced all forms. I'd like to stop here for a minute and remind you that I wrote a book, Pro-Life, Pro-Choice, Pro-Spirit. In that book, we're talking about the abortion issue. And that might not seem relative here while I'm talking about the dark side. But actually, it's very relative because sometimes women get pregnant through rape or abuse. And it seems, how can this possibly happen at such a time? But the truth is, everything is preordained. Everything is being prepared. And so, you're just following through on the rules and routines of what has gone before. Dark versus the light. Dark turning into light. Light becoming so strong and so powerful that it must turn out the light to become dark again. Yes, we ebb and flow. So let's think about a wizard now, throwing balls of energy at you. I got another little story that's in one of my books. I was very late, very tired, very stressed, and suddenly there was this little witch in the room with me going, yeah, <laughs> like that, literally. And I'm looking at her, and she pulled out of her breast three small gold daggers. And she said, I am going to kill you. You cannot control me. And she said it just like that in that voice. And I thought to myself, well, what do I do? She's evil. Well, of course, my spirit guides were around me, and they said, have courage. Be the light. So I took a deep breath, and I said to her, do your worst. So she threw one dagger at me, and as soon as it hit my aura, it disintegrated. After all, I'm physical and she's a spirit, and we don't mix and match anyway. And then she desperately threw the second one, which also disintegrated and disappeared. She was now in shock. She thought that I was a great wizard. Please, she said, please, please don't kill me. Don't annihilate my force. Let me exist. And I said to her, you're safe with me. And she said, it's a trick, it's a trick. And she threw the third dagger and it too disappeared. And now she crumbled up into a ball at the foot of my bed, crying and sobbing, saying, don't kill me, let me live. Well, at that point, of course, I and Spirit Guides gave her love, gave her the light helped her to remember who she really was and take her into the spirit world. How long has she been walking around thinking she was a witch, trying to possess different individuals, humans, animals, whatever she thought might host her to give her more life? We'll never know. But she did eventually seek the light by coming to me. And in that moment of being with me, even though she was threatening me, she was actually in my auric emanation. She had invited herself into my energy. And in that way, she had given herself permission to make a transition, to make a change in her perceptions, to become more than she'd ever been thought of and manifest the real her. Now that might seem a little far-fetched to you, these psychic stories that I have actually been through. But it was my way of learning from the spirit guides just how everything is in a pattern and everything is repeated. 
So back to the dark side. We've got wizards, we've got witches and warlocks and strange, unusual imps and all sorts of things running around saying, ha ha ha, I'm going to make you my pet. I'm going to control you. I'm going to manipulate you. And through your energy, I am going to exist in your mind, in your heart. I'm going to make you feel so nervous, so insecure, so afraid that you will stress out and you will then surrender to me and my powerful ways. Well, unfortunately, this does happen to some humans on earth because they're afraid. They think there's evil around here. They've learned to judge people and torment people in different ways to see if they are evil. They've also learned to bless and worship evil entities, believing that if they command them, they will in some way give them what they need materially. And in time they learn that all they end up doing is becoming insane, making incantations that don't work, wondering why they feel so alone and miserable, and often giving themselves a heart attack and passing over into the spirit world, leaving the earthbound entities or the old witch and warlocks wondering what happened to their new apostle of the dark, who is no longer an apostle of the dark, but rather an apostle of the light. What has happened? They have been shocked by the vibration of sharing with a human on earth, and their spirit self, while sharing, has entwined the darkness into the mind of the human, who then becomes unstable. And at that point of change, both the human and the entity are taken into ascension. They become aware that there is more to themselves than meets their human eye or their lower spiritual self emanation. Yet again, I want to remind you that if you think that you've had an evil entity around you, it might be that it's only in your mind and in your fantasy and illusion. But it could be that there is an entity of your soul group who's around you testing you to see how afraid you are so that you can overcome your fear and face them just like I did with the little witch and the three daggers. Once I did that, I didn't get pestered anymore by earthbounds or evil entities of any kind. However, I did go on to rescue many, many spirits from wars, from death of illnesses, viruses, diseases all over the world. And you too can rescue people who are negative. You see, the bottom line is they're not really evil. I want you to turn that word around and realize that the letters spell live. So even the most darkest entity in the beginning of creation must be aware of life and must live in the best way they know how to survive and evolve bit by bit through eons of time until eventually they have become sufficiently aware of the astral planes where they can then plan to come into embodiment and live a life on earth. And of course, once that happens, that person will bring with them their fear, their pain, their anger and their loss of just being a negative entity without understanding, without acceptance of self, 
with an understanding that they've been in separation because of fear, because of pain, because of anger, and are longing to find peace, love, and pleasure in this world. Well, let's take a deep breath. Think about how many times we hear terrorists have destroyed places, people, situations, how armies have marched over nations and conquered the lands and changed the way that land was run, organized, and used. Think about great sages, great sages of wisdom who have been born on earth to do battle with the dark side. Those that have embraced the dark, understanding that they were once a part of that darkness and have evolved in ascension to a point of light and beauty, they must, in their own goodwill and nature, return to the darkness to stimulate those who are still ascending towards the light. So however it may be, or whatever energy it may be, whatever form it may be, it is a part of the oneness and must be nurtured. So let's think about humans for a minute. When we're born into this world, we're born without human consciousness. But we are born with our spiritual awareness of ourselves, the very essence and nature of the journey that we've made throughout time from the darkness into the light to be sufficiently aware to be born. Which brings me yet again back to my book Pro-Life, Pro-Choice, Pro-Spirit. Having lost a child myself and having had an abortion myself, I questioned at that time, was I murdering a spirit? And in both cases I found out I was not. For I learned to understand that I had made a promise to a dark entity to allow it to connect to the earth so that given time it would be able to be born into this world and live a life to evolve. The second time when I lost the child it was because it was a spirit guide who did not want to be born but who did want to bond with me on deeper levels spiritually and who is with me today and still works with me to help many other people. That was Sister Teresa. So you see, there is much more to the darkness than you think. When something is negative, it does feel heavy to us. When something is upset with itself, there is friction within it, and that causes us to be afraid, because it feels different from our normal self. The key to ascension, the key to the light, is to face your fear and recognize that whatever is negative in your life is a mirror image of some part of yourself within you. So when you're born on earth, if you're angry, you will meet another spirit who is angry and together you will explore the darkness of anger. And when you have done that, you will see that you've come to understand there is a unity that evolves out of that darkness and anger a sense of belonging, a sense of love, and a sense of completion. Because once you've learned that lesson, 
you need to go on to find someone else that you can share with. And that someone else may be negative too. But you'll find a way to turn it into a positive sense of self and a sense of transformation that will help you to go on to live your life. Once again, I say to you, if you've enjoyed my shows and you know that I often take normal subjects and turn them around and put a psychic slant on it or a paranormal point of view to it, I've kind of done that for you today. I want you to understand that all those negative people you've met in this world are all just like those fragments of, of darkness where friction is rubbing against one another, creating light. So here on earth, when people argue, when people create war, it sounds so bad, but actually we learn, we grow, and we begin to seek peace and the light and to talk about ways to harmonize and make this planet a good place to live. So I'm going to leave you with that thought and say to you, accept yourself. Accept your negative and positive side of self. Recognize the battle is within you, not outside of you. Heal yourself. Come to terms with your fear, your pain, your anger, and your guilt. Allow yourself to acknowledge that anything and everything that has happened in your life has happened to teach you. And once you understand that, you will be embracing the light. So let's go back to your hands again. Rub them together. That's it. Feel the friction. Feel the energy. Pull your hands apart. Feel yourself building that energy between you. Good. And now place your hands on your heart, side by side, next to your sternum and feel yourself charge your aura up and recognize you are going from darkness into the light. Be the light. Wherever you go, you are the light shining in the darkness. And people seek you because they want some of your light. That's what healers do. So on that happy note, I'll say goodbye until my next show. Please share this show with as many people as you can. After all, we want lots of light on earth now, don't we? Goodbye.